这不是说我已经得着了，已经完全了，我乃是竭力追求，或者可以得着基督耶稣，所以得着我的。and then if we could turn to Revelation chapter 3 Revelation chapter 3 we'll read verses uh, 10 and 11 because you have kept the word of my perseverance I also will keep you from the hour of testing that hour which is about to come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, so that no one will take your crown. And we bow with a further word of prayer. Lord, we come before you. And our prayer is, Lord, that you may make us overcomers. Lord, we thank you so much that once again we were able to be together and to remember you this morning. Lord, you paid a great price to redeem us and to save us. Lord, you died and you rose again and you gave us your life. But Lord, now you have called us unto your own purpose. Lord, our prayer is that we may lay hold of that for which you lay hold of us. Especially in the times that we live in. Lord, may we really be reminded again, Lord, that our time is short. Lord, that you are coming quickly. Our prayer is, Lord, that we may answer your call. We may grow up. Or we may become sons. We may become kings. Lord, we may satisfy your heart. Lord, that your eternal purpose may be realized through your people. Lord, so we pray make us overcomers that we may be alert. Lord, we may lay hold of the time that we have left. We pray this in Jesus' precious name. Brothers and sisters all know that the theme that we've been considering in this matter of laying hold of that for which the Lord lay hold of us. And we know that in the course of the last few weeks and months, hopefully we now have a deeper sense of urgency. 
that the Lord is um, uh, a faithful God and that his word is truth and what we read in the book of Revelation and other books about what's going to happen in the end are some of it coming to reality so um, maybe we will have a deeper sense of that thing that we have been considering and the burden that I had was especially found in this Revelation chapter 3 in verse 10 it says because you have kept the word of my perseverance I also will keep you from the hour of testing that hour which is about to come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth Maybe we never had a, perce- uh, a perspective of what does it mean for an hour of testing to come upon the whole world. But I would think that in recent days, you now get a sense of what does it mean to have an hour of testing for the whole world. We know that we are in the midst of a pandemic. Meaning it's an impact to the whole world. And here the Lord says, Because you have kept the word of my perseverance, I will also keep you from the hour of testing. But brothers and sisters, we are going through an hour of testing. It is not yet the hour of testing. This is one test. And in some ways, it's relatively small. Now, from a certain perspective, it's very serious. And we know that over a hundred thousand have become sick worldwide. And then we know that a few thousand have died as well. But brothers and sisters, just that has created um, uh, fear in the whole world. But yet we know this is but an hour of testing. Because if you read the book of Revelation, one day, when the when the Antichrist is going to be here, during the end times, we read in the book of Revelation that one day, a third of mankind is going to be killed. So today, the death rate of those who are sick is about 3% or 4%. that day, the death rate is 33% of everyone 
Regardless if you're sick or not. So that's why the Bible calls it the Great Tribulation. But brothers and sisters, here we have a promise from the Lord. Because you have kept the word of my perseverance, I will keep you from the hour of testing. That hour which is about to come upon the whole world. To test those who dwell on the earth. I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have. So that no one will take your crown. But brothers and sisters, here the Lord has a message for us. Said because you have kept the word of my perseverance. Now, another way to read this. Bible scholars have told us. Says because you have kept the word um, for me, encouraging you to persevere. Or keep my word to you to persevere. This is what this speaks about. Now for us to kind of understand this a little bit better. Let us turn to another passage in Psalm 105. Psalm 105, verse 17. He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They afflicted his feet with fetters. He himself was laid in irons. Until the time that his word came to pass, the word of the Lord tested him. In verse 19, <coughs> here the word, there's a phrase that says, The word of the Lord tested him. This word tested can also be translated refined. It's like gold being refined. So, brothers and sisters, when we read in the book of Revelation chapter 3, that His Word refines us. When we persevere through trials, He is refining us. When you refine gold, you try to take away the impurities. So this refers to the work of the cross. So brothers and sisters, the Lord is doing a work of refining. While we have today, let us take advantage of that. He is refining us through His Word. Now, why is it His Word? Now, um, the word of the Lord tested Joseph. 
Now, um, we all know that, um, you know, we've heard that Abraham built four altars. Isaac dug four wells. And Jacob set up four pillars. But Joseph had four dreams. And you remember his dream? Remember he came and told his brothers that I had a dream. And that my sheath stood up straight. And all of you bowed to me. And he said, I had another dream. The sun and the moon and eleven stars, they all bowed down to me. Brothers and sisters, this was a prophetic word to Joseph. Because God knew that one day he would be on the throne. And he would reign. But brothers and sisters, even though Joseph saw that, we know that in uh, Psalm 105 it said, They afflicted his feet with fetters, he himself was laid in iron. For that dream to be fulfilled, he had to go to a lower place. He was thrown in jail. He was misunderstood by Potiphar. He had to be humbled to a very lowly place. He was rejected by his brethren. But then one day, over time, he learned obedience to God for the things which he suffered. And one day he attained to the throne. Of course, brothers and sisters, this is a picture of our Lord Jesus. He came to his own, but this his own did not receive him. Lord, the Lord first had to go to the cross. He had to, after, uh, come down from the Mount of Transfiguration. He had to go down and down and down. All the way down below sea level. And then he set his face to Jerusalem. And he embraced the cross. So this is of course the story of our Lord Jesus. So brothers and sisters, so we see that the word of the Lord refined Joseph. So brothers and sisters, what do we see here? The Lord has given us a calling. We know that Romans said he predestined us that we may be conformed to the image of His Son. Now, our previous theme was that God was after sonship. That we may grow up. That we may mature. That we may become like the Lord. But brothers and sisters, we also know this. That from the beginning, in the book of Genesis, God's plan was that man would rule this earth. So we know that God's plan was not just sonship, but kingship. 
所以弟兄姐妹 just like the dream of, of Joseph but brothers and sisters for us to attain to that his word has to refine us we have to take up the cross and follow the Lord so we know in 1 Peter chapter 1 these are all familiar verses 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 6 And this you greatly rejoice even though now for a little while if necessary you have distressed by various trials so that the proof of your faith being more precious than gold which is perishable even though tested by fire may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ so here Peter talks about our faith. the proof of our faith being more precious than gold, which is perishable. Of course, we have been distressed by our recent trials. Brothers and sisters, wouldn't you agree that our faith has been tested recently? Just by even coming here this morning, our faith was tested. Even going forward, our faith will be tested. Now the situation is probably going to get worse before it gets better. Now as you see uh, all the toilet paper gone. As you see all the Purell and uh, hand sanitizers gone. Are you a little afraid? But can we trust in the Lord? He says that not even our hairs are numbered. It's not just that they're counted, but they're numbered. So in the morning when you comb your hair, and there are a few strands of hair that fell off, the Lord knows what number that hair is. 9,858. So, brothers and sisters, do we trust that the Lord knows everything? We know that... Um, I think I mentioned this in the past that there are probably, I believe, uh, there are uh, one billion trillion stars. And the Psalms, the Lord says He calls them by name. So, 
brothers and sisters, these are inanimate planets. Without life. How much more does he treasure us? But certainly our faith has been tested. But brothers and sisters, we thank the Lord. Maybe this is a reminder for us. Now, I'll, um, from our perspective, we of course have to see this as part of the Lord refining us. In this situation. But brothers and sisters, I'll digress a little bit now. From a different perspective, from a world standpoint, brothers and sisters, over the course of the last 20 years, China has become a very rich nation. Very successful nation. And because of that, now uh, my dad used to say all the money that used to be in your pocket will go into the pocket of a, a Jewish person. But last 20 years, money has gone into the Chinese pocket. If you go to all the cruise ships. Why were there problems with the cruise ships? Because 50% are all Chinese. They had money. They had time. And so they were able, that's why they were filled with them. If you go to all the name brand stores, if you go to, uh, recently I was in, uh, not recently, I want to explain. Probably uh, two, three months ago, I was in Paris for a business trip. So you go to Champs Elysees, which is like, uh, I guess, Fifth Avenue here in New York. You see all the name brand stores. They all have Chinese salespeople. Because all most of the people that go in are Chinese people. So brothers and sisters, of course they have been blessed financially. And in some ways feel, wow, money can buy anything. And of course, um, the government, of course, encouraged it. Very successful. And not only that, because you have money now, you don't have, you don't know where to spend it. You spend it on food. Not just any food. Exotic foods. So maybe if we eat this or eat that, some believe that you can live. Um, in Chinese it said Changsenbula. So some believe you can live forever. Yes, that's right. So <laughs> thank you. Brother. So brothers and sisters, slowly man has started to trust money. Trust certain foods. Trust the government. And turn their face away from the Lord. So brothers and sisters, could it be that the Lord is trying to wake? I'm, I'm just using China as an example, the whole world. 
我只是用中国做一个例子，可是这其实是全世界的。To turn to the Lord，叫全世界能够转向。If you remember the story of Jonah，你如果记得约拿的故事，we know that story，the story of Jonah tells us that God is love。啊，约拿的故事告诉我们神是爱。And the people in Nineveh，they were perishing。啊，尼尼微的人，他们要灭灭亡了。A hundred and twenty thousand didn't know the left hand from the right hand。一百五十万人不能够分左右手。Brothers and sisters，弟兄姐妹，啊，so many things，啊。Take up people's attention. Isn't it interesting? That recently, in the United States, the NCAA March Madness was shut down. And the NBA was shut down. These are things that people spend their time on. Interesting enough, all were shut down. So is it that the things that people believed in, people that they loved, and they thrived in, all have been taken away? Could it be that the Lord is using this time to remind people that they have to turn to the living God. God's heart is a heart of love. So brothers and sisters, even though this is an hour of testing, but is it that the Lord is trying to save mankind? Just like his heart was for the Ninevites through Jonah. And knowing that they were going to face destruction, they repented and turned towards the Lord. May, just like Ezra reminded us, may we pray that this may be a time where many may turn to the Lord. In this time of the fear of death, in a time when they discover money can't even buy health, money cannot buy life. But somehow they can turn to the Lord. So this is still an hour of grace. But brothers and sisters, we know that we also have the book of Nahum. Because in the book of Nahum, it was the full destruction of people of Nineveh. There you see the wrath of God because man did not turn and repent. So brothers and sisters, we are reminded of the two comings of the Lord. His first coming, He came as the Lamb of God. His second coming, his coming is the Lion of Judah. So brothers and sisters, it's very interesting. In the book of Nahum, it's the book of destruction. But in there, there is a verse that says, how lovely on the, are the mountains, on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news. So you remind it. When the Lord first came, the Lord came to the Mount of Olives. He came from Bethany to Bethphage. And then he came on a colt. And then he entered Jerusalem. And remember, he went toward the cross. 
他就去了石匠。He came as the humble servant king. He was the one who brought good news. And brothers and sisters, may many in this world return to him to hear the good news. But brothers and sisters, one day, according to Revelation 19, and the book of Zechariah, the Lord's feet are going to be on the Mount of Olives. But this time, He's not coming on a donkey. He's coming on a white horse. Maybe we should turn there. Revelation chapter 19. Verse 11. And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he who sat on it is called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he judges and wages war. His eyes are a flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems. And he has name, name written on him which no one knows except himself. He is clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which are in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, were following him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword, so that with it he may strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. And he treads the winepress of the fierce wrath of God the Almighty. And on his robe and on his thigh he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. 我观看见天开了, 在天上的众军骑着白马穿着细麻衣又白又结跟随他有利剑从他口中出来可以击杀列国他必用铁杖辖管他们必要铲全人神烈怒的酒杖他在他衣服和大腿上有明写着说万王之王万主之主所以弟
through various situations. He's changing us and conforming us to the image of His Son. But then the Lord has a promise. I also will keep you from the hour of testing. So brothers and sisters, we know that this matter of our calling has to do with we are called to be mature. We are called to grow up. So brothers and sisters, do you remember in the Old Testament, when it came to the harvest, there was almost like two harvests. Now, there were the first fruits, and then the rest of the harvest. Now, the the uh, the um, the um, the first fruits came towards the end of the Passover. And then the and then the the Bible talks about presenting the first fruits. And then there's the feast of weeks. Or the Pentecost. It, it's called the festival of the first fruits. So this is around um May, April, May time frame. So when there is a harvest, some wheat mature first. Now, then there's the feast of the ingathering, or feast of the tabernacles. So this is around October. So this is the period of harvest from maybe May all the way through October. But the Bible talks about the first fruits. And if you think about the first fruits, which are the ones that are going to be ready to mature first? It's those whose root is loose towards the earth. They're easily picked up. You know, we talk about low-hanging fruit, right? But in some ways, this is like low-hanging fruit. Because they are mature. So they are, they, um, they, um, they are loose to the earth. But they're ready to be taken up. So this is the concept of first fruits. So brothers and sisters, this is a message to us that we are to be loose to the things of this earth. Are we ready to be taken by the Lord? Are we already mature? Have we grown up to be sons? So um so when we earlier read that there were those who that were with the Lamb when he came and sat when when he came back and was on Mount of Oz, there was a group that was with him. So I think we need to read a portion in Revelation to explain who are these ones. Revelation chapter 14. Then I looked and behold the Lamb was standing on Mount Zion. And with him 144,000 having his name and the name of his father written on their foreheads. 
仿佛是新歌，除了从地上买来的那十四万四千人以外，没有人能学这歌。These are the ones who have not been defiled with women, nor for they have kept themselves chaste.这些人未曾沾染妇女，他们原是童生。These are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever He goes.高羊无论往哪里去，他们都跟随他。And these have been purchased from among men as first fruits to God and to the Lamb.他们是从人间买来的。and no lie was found in their mouth they are blameless so brothers and sisters these are the first fruits or these are the overcomers these are ready to be picked off so uh, it's interesting that, the, that we read that uh, in Revelation chapter uh, 3 and verse 10 it says that he would deliver us from the hour of testing. So what are we talking about? Um, uh, if you read uh, uh, so so we know that um, these are the first fruits. And if you read in Revelation chapter 12, let's turn to Revelation chapter 12. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of tall stars. And she was with child, and she cried out, being in labor, and in pain to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his heads were seven diadems. And his tail swept away a third of the stars of heaven, and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she gave birth, he might devour her child. And she gave birth to a son, a male child, who was to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God and to his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God so that there she would be nourished for 1,260 days. And there was war in heaven, Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon. The dragon and his angels waged war, and they were not strong enough, and there was no longer a place found for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old who is called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. Uh,十二章第一节到第九节, 摩西摔在地上，龙就站在那将要生产的妇人面前，等他生产之后，要吞吃他的孩子。妇人生了一个男孩子，是将来要用铁杖辖管万国的。
他的孩子被提到神宝座那里去了，妇人就逃到旷野，在那里有神给他预备的地方，使他被养活一千两百六十天，在天上就有了征战，米迦勒同他的使者与龙征战，龙也同他的使者去征战，并没有得胜，天上再没有他们的地方，大龙就是那古蛇，名叫魔鬼，又叫撒旦，是迷惑普天下的，他被摔在地上，他的使者也一同被摔下去。So here is a phrase that said, "This male child, he was to rule the nations with a rod of iron." So here, talking about this child, he was to use the word of God to interpret the word of God. We know that we have to use the word of God to interpret the word of God. We know that we have to use the word of God. So who does this male child refer to? Now there's one more place that it talks about someone ruling with a rod of iron. And that's also in Revelation chapter three. And verse 25. Nevertheless. Oh, 2:25. Nevertheless, what you have, hold fast until I come. He who overcomes and he who keeps my deeds until the end, to him I will give authority over the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of the potter are broken to pieces, as I also have received authority from my Father, and I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Ah, the second chapter, the twenty-fifth verse. But you have already had, so you must hold fast until I come. 那得胜又遵守我命令到底的，我要赐给他权柄制服列国，他必用铁杖辖管他们，将他们如同摇户的瓦器打得粉碎，像我从我父领受的权柄一样。我又要把诚心赐给他。圣灵向众教会所说的话，凡有耳的就应当听。So here clearly,、um, the Lord is speaking to the believers. 所以这里很清楚的，我们主是在向信徒说。So these these um these who rule with the rod of iron are, is either the Lord or or the overcomers. So this using iron to rule nations, not the Lord, is those disciples. And so our brother Kong helped us by explaining that you know that after this event that the male child was caught up to the throne of God. So our brother Kong helped us by explaining that you know that after this event that the male So it either refers to the Lord's ascension to heaven, so it is talking about the Lord being taken up to heaven, or refers to a different event. Ah, or is talking about another thing. Now, but it says here that there was war in heaven, and Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon. And then the dragon was thrown down. To this earth, and we know that there was many, and based on other references, terrible things happened. Then we from other places also saw many terrible things. So, brothers and sisters, this did not happen when the Lord first ascended to heaven. So this must refer to the overcomers. So this must refer to the overcomers. But brothers and sisters, why am I sharing this? Ah, 弟兄姐妹，为什么我分享这些呢 
Because there's another portion of the scripture that I think is very important for us to read. That will tie everything together for us. And that is in Luke 21. Luke 21 and verse 34. Now the context of this is the Lord talking about His coming back. Be on guard so that your hearts will not be weighted down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of life. And that day will not come on you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all those who dwell on the face of all the earth. But keep on the alert at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are about to take place. And to stand before the Son of Man. Brothers and sisters, doesn't this remind you of Revelation chapter 3? So the Lord tells us to be on guard. That we may not be weighted down with dissipation. And drunkenness and the worries of life. But that we may be alert. Watching and waiting. And hastening for him to come back. Allowing the Lord to refine us with his word. Because here the Lord also has a promise. That we may pray that we may have strength to escape all these things. from that hour of testing. And then that final phrase. And to stand before the Son of Man. So brothers and sisters, if we are ready, as our brother Kong always says, the Lord comes like a thief in the night. He comes to not to take your trash for you. Otherwise he'll ask him to come every day, right? But he comes to steal his treasure. Those that are waiting for him. Those that have become like him. Those who have persevered. Those who have been refined by his word. Brothers and sisters, the greatest promise is this. From Revelation chapter 12, the male child was caught up directly to the throne of God. And what's going to happen? These become the welcome party for our Lord to come back. Lord, we have the opportunity to stand before the Son of Man. Now, to stand means you're not laying horizontally. That means you're going vertically. Now, remember, um, on the Mount of Transfiguration, the Lord was discussing with Moses and Elijah how he was going to exit the world. 
Now the Lord could have exited at that point. But the Lord chose the way of the cross. But then he rose from the dead. And our Lord rose up and he went up vertically. Just as he went up vertically. Brothers, this is a promise for those to overcome, to be able to go up vertically. But not only that. So then you read that because the Lord is coming back. So there's war in heaven between Michael and Satan. And Michael and his angels and Satan. Because they have to clear the air for the Lord to come back. And then Satan is cast onto the earth. Brothers and sisters, what is great tribulation? Is when Satan is now dwelling on this earth. And now we know that the false prophet rises up. The Antichrist rises up. It's very interesting. This morning I read an article. That said, during this coronavirus situation, what we need is a world leader. Brothers and sisters, isn't that interesting? This world is clamoring for a world leader. And that's what the Antichrist is going to be. He's going to be able to solve many of the world's problems. Now we know that there's a lot of complaint about how our president and our government has been very slow to react to the pandemic. So South Korea can do 20,000 tests a day. A brother told me who is in California, he's a doctor. He said they were only able to get 200. It was gone in half a day. And they can't get any more. And that's why there's a lot of people that are sick, but we don't even know what the numbers are. So people complain, oh, our government is no good. But one day, the Antichrist is going to be amazing. Now, some have actually praised uh, Taiwan because they have actually have only 50 and they kind of stayed there. You you see that in the schools, they they block all the kids' desks. They each have a little uh, uh, thing where they block them. Anyway, not not important. My my point is, the Antichrist is going to be a super uh, world leader. He's probably going to be very charming. And some Bible scholars said, how is it that Israel is going to rebuild the temple? How will they get rid of that mosque that's already there? The Antichrist will probably have a solution for that. So brothers and sisters, the but the good news is this. We're not waiting for the Antichrist. As Ezra said this morning, if we 
take our eyes off the Lord. We can get distracted. And unbeknownst to us, we are preparing ourselves for the Antichrist. Do I have enough food in my pantry? Do I have enough toilet paper? But when the Lord said, be ready. It's not be ready with these things. But be ready spiritually. Are we being refined by His Word? So, brothers and sisters, this is our wonderful privilege. So that we may be raptured, taken up, and be ready. But, um, so on the one hand, we said. Uh, we read in, for the church in, um, uh, our, the Lord's exhortations that we will rule him with a rod of iron. Other places in Revelation chapter 3.21 <laughs> He who overcomes, I will grant him to sit down with my, me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. So brothers and sisters, in the end, those who overcome, they are the first fruits. They are the mature ones. They, um, and just like Joseph, that dream of ruling, it will come to reality. So it's very interesting if you come back to Revelation chapter 3. And the beginning of the verses for the exhortation of the Church of Philadelphia reads this. Verse 7, And to the angel of the Church in Philadelphia write, He who is holy, who is true, who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, and who shuts and no one opens says this. So brothers and sisters, it's interesting that the Lord talks about David. David was the king after God's own heart. So brothers and sisters, we get a little sense of this church in Philadelphia. Now we know Philadelphia is brotherly love. So we know that these brothers and sisters love one another. We know that they persevered. And then they have a little power. They have kept the Lord's word. They have not denied His name. But here it talks about David. A king after God's own heart. Brothers and sisters, when Samuel told Saul that he was going to be king, he said, You are to be the ruler of God's inheritance. Brothers and sisters, in Ephesians, Paul tells us that we are to know the glory of the riches of the inheritance in his saints. Brothers and sisters, this is not just an individual thing. But when we are refined by the word, what, are, what has the Lord done? 
He's entrusted his inheritance to us. He's entrusted brothers and sisters into our hands. Do we have the heart of David? The heart of a shepherd. To help brothers and sisters grow up. To be good shepherds to them. To lay down our life for them. David laid down his life when he went and killed the lion and killed the bear. He didn't care about his life. David gave his life, was willing to give us his life when he faced Goliath. He was willing to lay down his life for God's sheep. Brothers and sisters, this is the spirit of a servant king. So, brothers and sisters, that's why the Lord said, if you're faithful in the little things, I will give you big things. So, what does it mean to reign with him? It's to be continually faithful to serving his his people. So, brothers and sisters, the Lord is after sonship. But he's also after kingship. In the time that we have left, can we allow the Lord to change us? Can we become more like him? Can we be more like him? In the spirit of David, to look after his people, so that his inheritance may grow, so that um, he may gain a people for himself. Brothers, this is what the Lord is doing. But if we're faithful, if we overcome, we will be delivered from that hour of testing. But not only that, and then if we continue to read uh, in Revelation chapter 19, oh sorry, verse 20, verse 4, then I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus, and because of the word of God, and those who had not worshipped the beast or his image, and had not received the mark on their forehead and on their hands, and they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. 我又看见几个宝座，又有坐在上面的，并有审判的权柄赐给他们。我又看见那些因为给耶稣做见证，并为神知道被斩者的灵魂和那没有拜过兽与兽像，也没有在额上和手上受过他印记之人的灵魂。so the promise is that we will be able to reign with Christ for a thousand years. Now this is the place where you may not necessarily agree with me. But take this as a reference. Because here it talks about those who actually have gone through the tribulation. Because some were beheaded and some who had not worshipped the beast and not received the mark on their foreheads. So brothers and sisters, we talked about that there are two harvests. The first fruits and then the general harvest. Now the first fruits who are ready to be taken are taken first. 
But think about the rest that are not harvested. They have to go through the scorching sun of summer. And then they will become mature. But in the end, they all mature. So, brothers and sisters, in my opinion, while we still have our life, before Satan is cast to this earth, we have the opportunity and the experiences that the Lord given us today to mature and grow up. But if we are not ready, and we are left behind, God is still merciful. He will still cause us to mature. But instead of taking our whole lifetime, in those seven years and then three and a half years of great tribulation there may be an opportunity to mature again but it's going to be a lot more difficult think about it today you go to Costco and there's no toilet paper at least you can go to Amazon and order something and it may take like two or three weeks but you'll still get it but in Revelation 13 it says that if you want to buy or sell you have to have the mark of the beast imagine when you check out on Amazon.com you have to have some code that has the image of the beast and in order to get that you have to worship the beast so the Lord has allowed us to experience a little bit of tribulation now without being able to buy stuff at that time it will be much more difficult so brothers and sisters so today the Lord's message to us be on the alert be ready because you do not know when he's going to come but the wonderful thing is this brothers and sisters in the end if you read Revelation chapter 22 what is going to happen in the end verse 3 there will no longer be any curse and the throne of God and the and of the Lamb will be in it and his bond servants will serve him they will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads and there will no longer be any night and they will not have need of the light of a lamp nor the light of the sun because the Lord will illumine them and they will reign forever and ever. So what are we going to be doing in eternity? We're going to be serving Him forever and ever. What are we going to be doing as well? We're going to be reigning forever and ever. So brothers and sisters, how do we learn what to do in eternity? We learn today. How do we serve Him today? How do we serve brothers and sisters today? How do we take care of brothers and sisters today? So may we be encouraged by these words. We thank the Lord that this is just 
a day of testing, an hour of testing. It's not quite the hour of testing. But may we make today count. May we lay hold of that for which we will lay hold of. May we be willing to be refined by His Word. To take up our cross and follow the Lord. May we bow with a, uh, a few uh, may a few brothers and sisters lead us in prayer.
Lord, that which is sure and changes not. Lord, in the world we have tribulation, but in you we have peace. Lord, we, we do want to hold on to in you as our comfort. And we thank you, Lord, truly there is a second coming. Uh, Lord, we want to be ready. We won't want to be the chaff that has been blown away, but become the wheat that was guard, gathered into your barn. Lord, we want to thank you for your word that fell not. Uh, Lord, and Lord, we pray that hold up, help us to our hearts to hold on upon you and dep- depend upon you, Lord. We pray now in Jesus' name.让我们真的是能够真的是在你这丰富奇妙在这样的一个当中我们知道了属天的奥秘让我们真的是在这种在你的话语的亮光中让我们能够体贴你的心意主啊如今我们都住在你的里面当我们住在你里面的时候我们就
First sister, pray, Lord, indeed, we want to uh, pray, Lord, that Mount beloved that may come on the mountain of spice. Lord, and this, our sister pray, second sister pray, Lord, we want to thank you and praise you. Indeed, we want to become that first fruit, uh, escape uh, the hour of testing that comes upon this world. Lord, our hearts want to turn to you. We want to be watchful and waiting for your coming. Lord, by your grace, we want to obey, obey your word, the light of your word. And Lord, grant us a heart of reverence. Lord, that may, we may abide in you. Uh, Lord, we want to thank you. We pray in our sister in Jesus' name. Amen. 